Giant seats. Join us this October 1st through 3rd for our first annual Fight, Laugh, Feast conference. We are bringing a mix of beer and psalms, fellowship and food, and speakers who have been deplatformed by the evangelical elite and occasionally end up in Facebook jail. Step out of the boring, benign Christian conference circuit and step into the rowdy Christian world of engaging culture while standing firmly on God's word. Most conferences will lull your faith to sleep and teach you how to obey the 11th commandment, but our people, our culture, our country needs the high-octane gospel that applies to every area of our lives. So join us in Nashville as we fight, laugh, and feast together. Sign up now at fightlaughfeast.com, and we look forward to seeing you in Nashville October 1st through 3rd as we build a rowdy Christian culture for God's glory and our good. You know we at war with your gods, y'all. The flesh in the world gotta die. Did you know that you can get canceled? <laughs> Did you know that the government can cancel your water bill? What? Yes. So I don't have to pay it? Free water. <laughs> Did you know that if you guys don't support the club, you get canceled? Whoa, we're canceling people <laughs> now? We, well, uh, you know, if you don't download the app, Oh, we could get canceled. Did you know we have an app? <laughs> did you know last week's show got canceled off Facebook? Yes, our did. show, our show. Yeah, right. Oh, so that's why you got. That's what my. That's what I'm kind of playing into this. You got to download the app. Yeah. Is, is that why I've been getting a little? I've been getting a notice in my feed that says last recently you shared something that goes against our community standards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're conditioning you. They're like, like they're, looking at me like. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I was watching right after the stream got done. Okay. It popped up and it said your show was actually giving misinformation about COVID nineteen and oh. making people feel unsafe online. Yeah, that's what and I, so I, yeah, I saw that. It was yeah. removed immediately after the stream. So I, I'm wondering if it I, I, they didn't do it at the while we were streaming. Yeah. But it, as soon as done. the stream was done, they yeah. removed it from my my personal account right. and then and our cross politic account. Yeah. Right. And I was thinking. I don't know if so. And then I watched another COVID-19 kind of talk and the whole YouTube channel got removed. Actually, the guest is going to be on yeah. the, the next segment. Right. And the whole YouTube channel was moved and, and was taken deleted. down. Was deleted. Was deleted. Was deleted, yeah. That's on YouTube. That's on YouTube. Now, the show we rec- – our last Sunday special is still on YouTube. It's still on YouTube yeah. at this point. Had okay. been canceled. It yeah. Had, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but the thing is, is that that show that I was looking at, I was like, where would I go to find – that interview now, right? Now, for whatever reason, I know the internet is huge, right? But it's gotten really small because we right. only got three or four places we go to pl- watch YouTube, things. YouTube, Facebook. That's right, right. And mm-hmm. I couldn't find it anywhere, right? And so I, I had it took me like thirty minutes to figure out what the name was. Go to the website, okay. and they said they are getting high censorship because of this. Now, don't forget the doctors who came out, the bold American doctors that yeah, came the out, frontline, frontline American the front. doctors. Their they, website got deleted. Even their website removed. Got their, re- website their website's gone. Yes, their website. They so they got it back up either with another server under another domain yeah. or something but they their so website their was website. taken down. So we I, I wow. thought it'd be a good time to take this this moment and say okay. listen cross politic yep. get the app. Yep. We, fight laugh feast. Fight laugh feast app. We yep. actually have a bunch of shows on the network, the right. Fight Laugh Feast app, but our show especially live streams on that app as well. The app is the way to break the embargo. That's right. You want to yes, break the embargo? Right. Mm-hmm. You want to break up the big mm-hmm. media embargo and get censorship? Get the app. Yeah. That's how we can break the embargo. Yeah. So you open up the app, you go under the more section, and you hit FLF Live, and that's where you live stream the app. So on FLF Live, yeah. you can watch under more. You can and watch you can the comment. shows. Yep. And you can, but you can also, you all of the audio is in all of our past shows. Yeah, all the past shows is yep. all there as well. Yeah. Um, the club all, member portal. Club member portal. Be, because this is, I mean, we're going to get more of this later, but this is where everything is. I mean, I can't believe how people are using the COVID. Oh, I yeah. can't believe like we're we're doing our conference in Nashville. 
Yeah. Right. You know, we're doing Grace Agenda next week. Right. You know, we're doing a show every Tuesday, Wednesday. Every Tuesdays are, are a little more hit and miss right now. But every Wednesday and Sunday, yeah. we're doing a show. We're trying to put out content. We're trying to build this network. And, and we're trying and to all, get in the, the middle truth of all this cancel culture. Just exactly. To get the truth out. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, let us speak. Let let these doctors speak. Yeah. What? Do you, why? Why are you afraid of the truth? Speaking of the truth. You need to come to our conference in Nashville, October first through third. Make sure you guys sign up. Registration is—I can't believe how many emails I'm having. It's blowing up. It's so much fun. I'm so excited to see everybody in Nashville. It's gonna be just a great, fun, rowdy time with everybody. Oh man, I'm excited too to meet everybody. Yeah, Yeah. Um, I I I enjoy. I mean, it's so much fun to meet people that you know been listening and watching and and like I don't know you, but you know me. You're like you're like. You know, it's it's really yeah. fun, and, and we got a couple surprises that are still coming down the pipe really? that I can't that I can't. I say. probably don't even know about them. I've been yeah. to conferences before, and this one feels a little different. Yeah, uh, yeah. one of the reasons is because the setup that we have right now, I'm trying to find that Gideon's army of people yeah. who don't drink with their face in the lake. Who are we, who are we okay. going to fight with, huh? And, uh, and yeah. I'm, I'm looking for them yeah. brothers that, that yeah. know how to fight. Yeah. And, we need a good and 300. when I look at the, the roster that's coming to the Fight Laugh Feast, yeah. I'm like, those are my people. Right. And, those, and there's, there's a lot of kids coming. Because right now, those conference. are arrows. Yep, yeah. and we're going to all learn how to fight together. So I was joking but not joking about the government canceling your your water bill. Okay. While we have already closed all nightclubs and bars, these large house parties have essentially become nightclubs in the hills. Many times the homes are vacant or used for short-term rentals. And beyond the noise, the traffic, and nuisance, these large parties are unsafe and can cost Angelinos their lives. That is why tonight I am authorizing the city to shut off Los Angeles Department of Water and Power Service in the egregious cases in which houses, businesses, and other venues are hosting unpermitted large gatherings. Starting on Friday night, if the LAPD responds and verifies that a large gathering is occurring at a property, and we see these properties reoffending time and time again, they will provide notice and initiate the process to request that DWP shut off service within the next 48 hours. Um, here's, here's the deal. This is the obvious G- point here. We'll do what? Mayor Gassetti, right? Ma- tell, tell mayor. Everybody. This is the LA mayor. Los Angeles mayor Gassetti. And I, I thought that it actually said Saddam Hussein. I was looking for <laughs> something underneath that said Saddam. <laughs> like the Republic of Iran. Iran. <laughs> And maybe are we Pakistan? Maybe I, I don't know. It China looks American. In China, oh my goodness! Now, uh, why here's the they, deal. I the government has gotten too no. big. But get this, guys. You, you know, you remember the guy, all right, go ahead. Here's the go thing ahead. he's upset go about. Ahead. Yeah. People are having parties. Uh-huh. They're having fun. Uh-huh. People are having parties. We're going to shut you down. They are having fun. Yeah. They're laughing. Some of them might even be dancing. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> who are the fundamentalists? Who are these free people? Who, who, I'm, I'm I mean, wh- this is this is liberal secular fundamentalism, yeah. right? They might even be playing cards. Yeah. Who said they could do this? Are we making tax money we, off of this? This is like uh, <laughs> this is like Sherwood Forest. Well, people people up, are, up in the woods. People are up in the woods yeah. having parties, yeah. having fun, being free. Yeah, here's the deal, too. Being free. I feel really sorry for those two. I mean, the mayor and whoever's doing the sign language. I she's mean, not wearing a mask. She's just, they're just contracting COVID <laughs> back she's and forth. She's not wearing a mask. Look at that. No mask yeah, I don't even think she's six feet apart. It looks like four no, and a half feet to just, me. Oh, no, yeah. They're, I maybe mean, five. So, But this is the, the hypocrisy is blazing. Oh, yeah. Right? I'm <laughs> right? even going to call it brazen. <laughs> Bra- uh, <laughs> 
It's on fire. It's blazing. <laughs> what I meant to say was blazing. I know it's brazen, but it's blazing too. Oh, that's hilarious. No, it's on fire. But, but here's the deal: like the, the government owns everything. No. The government owns our water. No, we, the government owns our sewer. The government live, owns our trash. We live on a reservation. Yeah, we really do. We, we, no, we, yeah, we, we really we, do. We live on a plantation. Yes, we do. We are so entangled in our culture with the government. We've, we've, I, I don't know what it's like, going to be like to back out of this and start thinking like free people again. But that's what he's saying. Like he said, these people are trying to be free. That's yeah. right. And, and we will not stand for them. And we will let them know. Yeah, that they're not right. He's uh, act like King George, actually. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, no. <laughs> you want to be no, free? No, no. no. What's in the is, troops? This is eons worse. Yeah. Mm. This is eons it worse. Is. Pharaoh. It, this, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but this is like this. It's like no, we're going to send in the troops. Yeah. And um, and this is the thing: when you start shutting off people's water and power, yeah, these are acts of war. Right. Uh, absolutely. This yep. this man yeah. is eff- effectively saying, "I'm at war with my people." Yeah, and in yep. in the, the guys of protection, LA. right? Yep. Yeah, I'm going to protect you yeah. by actually starting off a war by by shutting off the things you yep. need to live. Your water, your water, and your electricity. Yep. And mm-hmm. and notice, like they've had like the Black Lives Matter movement all been there. They've had the riots. They've oh, yeah. had all that stuff there. Yeah. And I don't even think they really use police to get rid of any of that. Right. They didn't, you know, but here's... No, no. He probably went to one of them. <laughs> I mean, that's... no mask yeah. But guys... Right. Th- sorry, finish your thought. But here's... This is something that I've seen happen. I've watched this progression say, okay, guys, in order to make sure that we don't make the churches feel like we're picking on them, yep. let's start by... Doing little things here and there so we don't look like we're being partial on this. Right. Mm-hmm. And so what we're going to do is so that we can get to this big dog over here. And the big dog John is MacArthur. John MacArthur. <laughs> right. Grace to you, church. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, let's just start shutting off doing little things because otherwise mm-hmm. lawsuits are coming. They'll say this, that, yep. and the other thing. So They'll let's say just unfair say, application right. of law. Notice when yep. it's starting. It's right. starting Friday. Yeah. Friday right. night, not Friday right. day. Right. Yeah. Friday night. And within right. 48 hours. <laughs> We're going to shut you down. So if we get any complaints. If you have any parties. You know what LA needs to do? They need to do what they did on the 4th of July. Yeah. Light fireworks up. Friday night. How about another 4th of July? Yeah. You know, that whole thing about freedom. Oh, yeah. Independence. Right. right? And they, you know, they tried to cancel 4th of July. And then you saw the the cityscape of 4th of July. You guys remember that? Yeah. Fireworks is going up all over. over. But that's the thing is. So this is, I think you're absolutely right. I think this is a veiled shot at. Uh, Grace Community Church, yeah. um, no doubt. MacArthur is the big, the, the bullseye, yeah. And they're gonna, they'll, they'll take down some other parties. They'll yeah. do some other stuff. Yeah, they'll yeah. do a few um, so that they can cover themselves. That's exactly um, in order right. to take. They're going to shut down the water. MacArthur. Grace Community Church. They're going to shut down electricity. They need a, Grace Community needs to get a backup generator system. We, to start planning that, for this. You know, well, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. It's like you know yep. the the the, the off grid guys. You know, for the last you know few decades. You know, I'm kind of I'm kind of getting sympathetic. Yeah, that's what I was going to go to. <laughs> I, I mean, I've, yeah, I've been looking at that like for a long time. Like, come on, guys. I mean, Y2K. You know, it didn't happen. Yeah, it didn't. I, and then, yeah. now I'm, I'm thinking. Okay, I, I might so, need some pond water. I might need- <laughs> well, anybody who oh. grew up, anybody who grew up underneath the teaching of the mark of the beast and that, yeah. that everything's going to crumble, and yeah. they were teaching. I grew up underneath that tent revival, folks, yeah. who was like waiting for the government to crash. Yeah. Yeah. They always said, "Do not have anything that anybody has switches to." Get your own land. Uh-huh. Get your own well. Yep. Get your own food. Get Kanye. your own garden. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's going to come a time when the rubber meets the road yeah. where you, if you're dependent on the federal government or if you're dependent on yeah. government at all right. for anything, right. they will shut you off because Man, you're a Christian. 20 years ago, I would have said you are a conspiracy theorist. 
And I hey, was we got saying, this video. We got this video right <laughs> behind here us. Here we are. And here we are. And that's and that's and that's the thing is is and and I want to think about this carefully because so we're Christians, yeah. which means that I don't want to approach this as someone um, who is um, a um, a rat. I don't know what you, I'm trying to think of the right word, but I don't want to be autonomous right. about this. I don't want Primarily. to think of myself as an I'm not an individualist. Yeah, right. I, I'm not, and I, I'm not autonomous. I'm a Christian, mm-hmm. and that means I believe in community. Yeah, I believe I be, covenant. I believe in the covenant of my co- my my Christian community, my yeah. church community. I believe in the covenant even more broadly, kind of broadly with broad my, community with my yeah. neighborhood, right. with uh-huh. my neighbors, yep. and with my family. And um, and so I want to think along those lines, which means I don't have a problem with there be, being communities where water is shared, yeah, right. Uh, right. where electricity is shared. The problem we've gotten into, though, is, is there is a, there are monopolies on there all of the federal monopolies, on all the utilities. Yeah, government. The government owns it all. How many electric companies you got? We got one. No, we got no, no. one. We got two. No, no, no. We got, we no, got no, Clearwater no. and Avista. Maybe you got two. How many yeah. electric companies are allowed? That's the thing. That's <laughs> and that just got. No, no, no. Go, go and start an but electric company and see what you run into. That's why you've yeah, got only right. one or two is right. because that's there's right. a monopoly on it. Yeah. Um, because, and you can't start an and electric company. the government company. is protecting that monopoly. Yep. Um, the same thing with your water. It's run through the city. Yep. And you have and, – and, and there's so there's the problems here is you've got the monopolies – so there's no free market on it. Yep. It's all regulated. But the mayor of L.A. should not have a switch in his office yep. on the electricity. Yeah, he should not have a switch right. in his office over the water. There ought to be um, there ought to be um, you know basic um, principles of justice. Well, yep. pastor, pastor, he doesn't. He doesn't. We're just in an emergency I, situation. Not, no, we're not. And so in an yeah. emergency. <laughs> In yeah, emergency not. situations where people can affect other people by what they do, they're not loving their neighbor. He's being very loving no. and making sure that these people sure. don't spread this virus no. by cutting off their water. Right. Now, here's what's, here's what's crazy about this, though. Okay, can I answer my own self? Cause that was <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're doing so good. <laughs> Keep it up. What happens when they continue to party? After the well, water and electricity yeah, turned off, th- um, there was a song. It's like yeah. we don't need no, we don't need no lights. Man, we tear the roof off his mother. Like that's, I remember, people at parties, lights would go out and they would yeah. still be partying. Water yeah. wouldn't be there. I mean, so what? Yeah, right, right. And th- so, what happens next? Yeah, uh, the, the troops are saying Th- that's exactly it's, it's, right. It's gonna be officers uh, yeah. next. That's exactly yeah. right because these gonna people be are gonna continue to party. There's gonna be arrests. Right. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, exactly right. I mean, that's 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 what's going on here. But the, that's the the run here. You know is. It's crazy. So you need to think clearly as a Christian, and you need to think in terms of, okay, how do I protect my people? That's right. And and I think at this point we are at the place where we need to be thinking about, you know, we need to be independent, and we yeah. need to be, um, we can we can trust one another. We can build communities of Gideon's men, yeah, yeah, uh, right. where we're protecting one another and we're looking out for one another. Um, but but we have to recognize that when it's all run by the governor, when mm-hmm. it's all run by the mayor, mm-hmm. when they got switches in their office, you know what we're talking about. That means you're on a plantation. That's right. Yeah. That means right. you have a master. That's right. And when you do things that the master doesn't approve of, then the master mm-hmm. says he's going to turn off the water. He's going to turn off the electricity. Yeah. If you want right. to be free, then you need to take responsibility for yourself. Well, we, just just remembering all this. We, we've been talking about this for, I mean, this is like the longest news cycle ever. We've been talking about the COVID for like four months, five months. Five months. And we've been documenting how politicians have been using the health crisis. Right. Yeah, that's right. In the right. name of the health crisis, we're going to shut down your water. In the name of the health crisis, right. you know, the governor of Michigan, just, just this last uh, week, the governor of Michigan used the health crisis to declare racism a health crisis. Right. 
Well, that was right? someone else. Did I mean, that it can with be the, with, the, with, the, with the statue. With the statue, the go, is a, is it was a, a mayor. mayor. It was a mayor on the East Coast yeah. said, "Hey, Stonewall Jackson, that's a health crisis." Right. So what? Right? He, so, but yeah. guys, here's the so, thing. Here's the thing. We've been killing babies in the name of health for fifty years. That's right. That's exactly right. Why? Why yep. does the mother have the right to murder her baby? Because for her health. Her health. Yeah. Yep. That's right. And we've been using the health crisis thing for fifty years to murder sixty million babies. That's right. That's right. And that's so, right. what? What? You know, are we? Can we be really that shocked when that we've been marinating yep. in that insanity? Right. And then now they're like, you know, um, there's this, you know, whatever panic thing that you mm-hmm. need to panic about, and now I can run your water. Um, you know, race it. Here's the other thing. The governor um, is not to be in the business of water. The, yep. the civil magistrate right. is not to be in the business of providing water. Yep. Yeah. It's not his job. Yeah. Right. He's not to be in the business of providing electricity right. or yeah. gas yeah. or yeah. power of any sort. It's not his job. Right. God so. gave him one lane, and the lane is the sword, justice, punish evildoers. Right. That's it. It's right. negative. Yeah. It's a negative thing. But what you've got here with Governor Whitmer saying, she, she not, she's not only overstepping into the utilities, yeah. she's overstepping into people's hearts. She's trying to be people's pastor. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Racism is a matter of the heart in here. Now, there might be external expressions that can be judged yeah, yeah. and adjudicated. Murder or whatever. But yep. it's pastors and parents' jobs to get into the hearts of people. Amen. Coming up next, you don't want to miss this segment. It might get us canceled. Dr. Danae Rancourt is going to tell us what kind of situation we're really in with this virus. More cross-politic coming up next. When a medical need arises, hundreds of thousands of Christians across the nation care for one another by sharing financially for those medical needs. Samaritan members pray and reflect God's love and care by providing for one another. While times continue to change, God's love doesn't. He cares for us as we are called to care for one another. At Logos Online School, we believe learning should be accessible. Homeschooling shouldn't stop you from staying connected. Enjoy classmates from across the United States and the whole world, coming at you four days a week and 32 weeks a year. We believe learning should be engaging. A group of like-minded students who love God and their classmates. Learning should also be customized. With more than 50 different classes offered throughout the day, take one class or join us full-time. We believe learning should be inspired. Our knowledgeable instructors enthusiastically engage the students. The goal? Hearts that love learning. Lastly, learning should be affordable. Committed to making Christian education reasonable for all families. From $620 per class for an entire year to $2,232 per year for full-time students. The best option on the market. Join us at Logos Online School. Oh, that's good. I know. I needed my coffee this morning. Bless you. Bless you. (laughs) David's daughter bringing it. Hey, welcome back to Cross Politic on the Fight Left Feast Network. Have you downloaded the app? You want to get oh, the app? Yes, you do. You can watch all our shows. You can listen to all our shows on the app. And given our cancel culture, given everybody getting deplatformed, the app is kind of the way that we're going to go rogue. Yeah, yep, that's right. Yep. This is how we're going to Robin Hood it. People's power potentially and getting torn out. The app is exactly. Sherwood Forest. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Meet that's us good. there. Hey, we're so grateful to have with us right now, as you can see behind us, a Dr. Denis Rancourt, former tenured and full professor of physics at the University of Ottawa, Canada. There's a 
there's kind of a backstory there that we're probably not going to talk about today. But, you know, if you want to find out just where he started, you know, getting his ninja skills <laughs> and getting canceled, goes, get back, goes, yeah. goes back a little wise. But he's known for applications of physics, education, research. He's a Ph.D. in physics, published over 100 scientific articles in the areas of meta, metal mm. physics, material science, measurement methods, earth and environmental science and many social commentary essays. He is the author of the book Hierarchy and Free Expression hmm. in the Fight Against Racism. Dr. Rancourt, thank you for joining us on Cross Politic. It's my pleasure. I'm, I'm happy to be here. So th- the first thing i got to ask guys. you is we live in a tiny town in northern <laughs> Idaho. Beautiful yeah. place. About 25,000 people. It's a little college town with less than 100 COVID cases, uh, zero deaths, and our mayor declared an emergency mask order a few weeks ago, and then just this last Monday, a week ago, our city council extended that order to to October. And my question is, is if if you had the opportunity to stand before my city council, our our mayor, um, what would your, you know, two minute plea be to them? Yes. Well, I might say this is nonsense. You, You people have got to start reading the science and following your own common sense. This is completely ridiculous to be enforcing masks. Uh, the, the science is unambiguous. All the, all the quality science, all the policy-grade science that's been done, which are randomized controlled trials, unambiguously show for the last decade that there is no measurable benefit to a mask, to wearing a mask versus not wearing a mask, with regards to preventing infection of a viral respiratory disease, mm. period. That is the science. Now, you can ask, why is it that masks don't work? Should they work? Should they not work? That's a separate question. That's about the mechanism of transmission. And, you know, experts and and myself, we can discuss that for a long time. But the very first observation is the way in medical research to verify if an intervention works or not is to do a randomized controlled trial with a control arm that is no mask to do it properly, measure if there really is infection, don't just ask the person if they're coughing more today and that kind of thing, which Mm. they do. Mm. There is that kind of uh, low-grade research. But um, if you do it properly, there have been, oh, about 14 large randomized control trials have been done. And all the experts agree that they mean that we cannot detect, statistically detect an advantage. Now, if, if you can't detect a benefit from the masks, that means that that benefit is too small to detect. Mm -hmm. So it puts a limit on how big the effect can be. And it's too small, especially small in light of the potential dangers and harms that can come from a mask. Uh, one One of the biggest harms is, you know, you've got a mask on your face, you're breathing into it constantly, so you've got a humid, hot environment on a mask that you're wearing for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's the perfect medium for bacterial development. So you've got all kinds of bacterial pathogens on the mask that you're touching, taking off, putting back on, and keeping close to your face. And so uh, there are. this has been known for a long time, these dangers, which is why no international or national public health agency has ever recommended masks, cloth masks in particular, to be applied to the general population. In fact, they would expressly say that's not a good idea. Hmm. And the main reason they would give is self-infection and that the mask itself becomes a contaminant. So those are real dangers. They have not been studied scientifically or disproved. They're out there. 
And you don't do policy this way. You cannot enforce a broad government policy without demonstrating that the risks are low and demonstrating that there's a benefit to this. That's so, but, how policy normally gets but made. Dr. Rancourt. Order in the court. Order in the court. Order in the court. Did, did, I, court. Go over, did I go over two minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second here. <laughs> he did. He did, went over two. Did, did, Denae, is that how you say your name? Denae? <laughs> Dr. Rancourt? Yeah, Oh, Denis, I'm sorry. Excuse me, sir. Thank you for coming to the meeting tonight. But we take our orders from the CDC and who? So thank you for your... Yes, you do. (laughs) (laughs) He's coming at you. (laughs) So what do we need you for? You, you, you don't need me. You will get promoted. You'll keep your job. You'll, oh. you'll be uh, congratulated by all your colleagues. You don't need me for anything. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now, Dr. Rancor, but everybody knows that the virus, it stays in, in water droplets, in saliva droplets, and the masks stop the droplets. D- didn't you know that? Right. So there is this whole question of, like I said at the, in my introduction, first you have to agree that from comparative studies, masks don't work. Then you have to, then now you're asking, but wait, they should work. Your question basically amounts to they should work because they stop droplets. That's right. what you're saying now. Mm-hmm. And what I would answer to that is, well, since they don't work, let's, let's push it a little further. Let's ask, well, yeah, I'll give you that they stop droplets, but let's ask why they still don't work. <laughs> And the reason is that the, 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 the majority uh, mechanism for transmission is not through droplets. It's not through projectile droplets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's through aerosol particles that are suspended in the air. And there, even recently, there was a study by Verma al. that showed that aerosol particles coming out of the mouth come out the sides, top, bottom of the mass. They fill the air with these clouds that right. never mm-hmm. settle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you can see this in laser imagery. It's, it's unambiguous. If you, so it may not be the greatest amount of volume that is these aerosol particles, mm-hmm. but they're the ones that infect you. They're the ones that say suspended in the air that fill the volume of the air in a building and that you breathe in deeply into your lungs. The droplets get stopped, you know, in your mouth and your throat and so on. But the, the aerosol particles get breathed deeply into your lungs, and they are, they're the ones that cause the, the infection. So the, the vector for transmission is aerosol particles. The, even though this is debated by the World Health Organization and so on, they're just being silly. If you look at all the science, it's, it's clear that all the respiratory you know, viral respiratory diseases are transmitted predominantly through aerosol particles. And the proof of that is that the phenomenon of transmission is highly seasonal. It's during the winter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, the, and aerosol particles are stable in air in the winter because the relative humidity is low at that time. As soon as the relative humidity, the absolute, sorry, the absolute humidity goes up in the summer, mm-hmm. they drop out. They're not suspended in the air anymore. Hmm. So transmission is a highly a function of absolute humidity, which is why the phenomenon is seasonal, and it's very seasonal. Mm. You get winter burden deaths in the winter, and then relatively much lower deaths in the summer, and that's been happening as long as we've been measuring for the last five or six decades. Yeah. So okay, but, I could show you. But there's been. Data. But hasn't there there's been no, spikes? No Hasn't there been right. spikes though this spring and this summer? I mean, aren't the isn't the cases spiking though? And it's summertime. 
No, I don't. I, I'm looking at the all-cause mortality data, and I don't see spikes like you're talking about in the summertime. What do you mean I that? I don't see them. What do you mean by that? All-cause mortality data. Be, oh, all because the thing is, you don't want to trust uh, how they assign deaths because that is a highly biased and uncertain procedure. Assigning mm. assigning the main cause of death in a complex situation like this, mm. where you have comorbidity factors mm -hmm. and you've got a viral infection that's putting a, a strain on your immune system, to actually assign a single cause of death is a, is a very dubious thing in a situation like this. And epidemiologists know this. Mm -hmm. And since the domain was invented, they have, they have steered away from trying to do that to look at to look at valid data. So the way to get around it is to look at just all deaths. So you look at all cause mortality, mortality by any cause, you graph that on a by week or by day or by month basis and you follow it as a function of time and that's where you find that you have these huge uh, peaks or humps in the winter and then it goes down to a trough in the summer and it does this continuously. I mean, I could show you, well, this, it's not a good visual medium there, it's more radio style, but if you were to look at the graphs, that's what you'd see. Yeah. Now, there's structure in those, in those uh, you know, winter peaks. Every once in a while, there's something happening, a little sharper region and so on. But overall, you always get about the same winter burden deaths uh, in, in a given country, let's say. So yeah. you wrote an article that the headline, I think, is all-cause mortality during COVID-19. There's no plague and likely a signature of mass homicide by government response. Um, Heresy! Wh wh why did, you, why did yes. you write this article, and how are you still alive? <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason I'm still alive is because not enough people, uh, the, the article itself is not having a big enough influence. Mm. As soon as you have, I, I noticed this on ResearchGate, where I publish a lot of my things, an article about masks not working, as soon as it, went exponential, went viral, and had 400,000 reads on ResearchGate, which is unheard of, that's when they took it down. Oh, so an holy. anything I say on ResearchGate is okay, as long as it's not too influential, okay? Right. Wow. Uh, and then I asked them why they actually said that. They said, well, too many people were reading it. <laughs> that's what they said. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, the medical, so medical journals aren't used to readership, huh? <laughs> wow. So, you know, but, but, but explain the article. Yeah, explain the article for us. Right, right. So, so the the point is that when you look at this this all cause mortality, what we find if you look at countries around the world in mid latitude countries where there's a large seasonal variation, you find a very sharp peak that occurs simultaneously in European countries, in the United States, and Canada. And it's, it's an artificially sharp peak, very, very sharp. And everywhere, it starts at exactly the same date. It sh starts to rise and shoots up right at the date when the pandemic was declared by the World Health Organization. Mm. So the World Health Organization declared the pandemic. And in its memo to the world, it said, prepare your hospitals. You're going to get a flood of, of cases, people running to the hospital, dying. Therefore... Prepare your hospitals. In other words, empty the, the, the critical care facilities, send those people off into homes, and protect your elderly. And when they said that, what people did was they, they sent a lot of elderly people, whether they were sick or not, whether they were tested for COVID or not, yep. into long care home facilities. And then they locked those facilities shut. Mm -hmm. So you couldn't visit. Family couldn't in. 
they they scared them to death basically they 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 locked it shut and it was infectious because there were part you know the viral particles were in the air and so on so by that uh, government intervention they succeeded in killing an, a, a large number of vulnerable elderly people mm-hmm. and this happened in many jurisdictions now it's interesting that it it, it didn't happen everywhere uh, you can go state to state in the United States. New York is a, you know, is just a complete anomalous case like that where they that happened a lot and yeah. it was egregious. But you can go to California and there's no such peak. Yeah. And you can, so you can go to state to state. You can characterize the states in terms of whether what I've I've called this the COVID peak. So there, there this mm. COVID peak occurs in many European countries as well and in Canada. And in Canada, same thing. You can go in Quebec. It's very large. In Ontario, it's kind of small, and in BC and other populous provinces, um, it doesn't occur. Hmm. So it really depends how they treated, how they locked in, the degree to which they allowed in infectiousness within those homes and locked them in. Hmm. Now, I explain this in terms of, you see, it's been known for decades that psychological stress is the biggest determining factor of whether or not you're going to die from a viral respiratory disease. Did you know that? Wow. This, wow. Is, this is established science. The, the, the science was done in, in the 90s by people. This is before they had ethics committees. So they went around infecting um, uh, university students mm-hmm. uh, with various uh, viral respiratory diseases. And they would have a control group where they would just give them a saline solution, and they had others where they'd give them different kinds of viruses. So they did this, and the results from those studies are amazing. They're amazing. You don't have to tease it out of the data. It's really clear what comes out. The biggest control factor of whether the person will develop, fully develop the disease and be tested positive for actual presence of the virus, how how often does that happen? directly depends in an obvious way on the psychological stress that that person is feeling in their lives. Okay. So that's the factor. And now, so this was done with young, healthy university students. Now Mm. you can argue, and I think it's true that elderly people have even more susceptibility to stress levels. Okay. They're even more respondent to stress in terms of attacking their immune system and and making it deficient. So I believe that to isolate these people in locked facilities, not let them outside, not let them see their families, and the staff are now wearing masks and and are afraid to approach them, and there's less staff because the staff are afraid to come in and they call in sick and so on. I believe that 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 satellite of circumstances is such that those homes became killing fields Mm, and that this is all how the government handled this situation this is what i'm coming to conclude so i'm involved in a in a a collaboration now with some european scientists and we're looking at what happened in 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 sweden in france in 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 the uk uh in canada the united states and we're looking at the data more and more deeply and we're correlating it to how how people were treated in these homes and this is what we're finding the, the data is really showing it um so that's what we'll be writing articles about that in the coming uh, days and weeks um but that's mm. that's why i'm i'm saying it was a mm. it was a mass mortality Denis, you just made me induced very, by government policy. yeah you just made me very upset 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I could tell before everything started going this way earlier that politics was starting to be played with our health. And um, I don't like when, you know, I'm this vulnerable and I got to do what everybody says. And now I'm putting on a mask, which can make me more vulnerable to the virus. I can't understand why is it that this is happening? If this science is as clear as you say it is and it's out there for everybody to see, why are we why don't we have more voices out there talking about this? What's what's the hindrance? Um, if you're talking about why professional scientists and, and research MDs are not speaking out more, yes, I think the reason behind that is just just how they were how they were uh, trained and became part of they had to accept the ideology of the system that you you know you follow what your boss wants, what the institution wants. They had to accept that in order to be promoted, in order to get tenure if you're a university professor and so on. So there is a very strong alignment process for professional workers, uh, high level professional workers, and I believe that that and that changes even how they see things and what they're able to see. It's a very powerful system. Uh, there's a brilliant book that was written by an American about this called uh, the the book title is Disciplined Minds, and the author is Jeff Schmidt, mm. and he explains how professionals are brought into the the profession in this way and how how powerful that that system is. In in one anecdote in the book, which I find really powerful, he says that uh, surviving. Uh, professional school, if you want to survive it with your with your own personality intact, you have to use this manual here that I found, he says, which is the manual on how uh, um, prisoners of war can survive being imprisoned. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, you know, he, oh. The psychology of how you do that. And so he says, he said he he gives recommendations to professionals if you want to survive with your with your values intact and so on this is this is the recipe this is what you have to follow wow. and wow. so um it's it's very powerful so very we powerful. thought southern this slavery was bad uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so dr rancourt right now from just listening to you it sounds like we have a self-inflicted pandemic would that be accurate to say and and well i no i i wouldn't call it self because the people didn't inflict it on themselves. It was inflicted on uh, a reckless and irresponsible government that's taking its cues from powerful people. Mm. So uh, it was inflicted on us by irresponsible and powerful people, mm. I would say. How, so, so, how can so, we get into the situation where the basically the whole world believes the emperor has clothes on? Like, like, I mean, this is, you know, Canada's doing this, UK's doing this, the whole, world. uh, the whole world's doing this. How, why, how do we get except, here? Except for Sweden and Holland and South A Dakota. Who would have thought? <laughs> well, you know, the human animal lives in a dominance hierarchy, has always uh, existed and developed in a dominance hierarchy. Like, I, I know this is a religious show and you might not want to hear this, but my perspective <laughs> from animal studies is that, uh, you know, social animals will always inhabit uh, dominance hierarchies. And so there's a whole communication and network and organization that it, that is always supported. And it's to your advantage as a society of animals uh, to survive and to compete with others in the environment to have that dominance uh, hierarchy. In the case of humans, it that natural tendency has been exaggerated by technology because technology allows a steeper pyramid 
and more control by a few of a larger number. Mm. So I'm talking about communication and transportation mm. technology mainly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's the problem. We've 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 got a technology that has an, that has allowed through physical laws almost this dominant these dominance hierarchies to become gigantic, yeah. and to therefore. Uh, you know, you can influence many nations at the same time, and so on. That's it, how I understand it. Well, I, I don't. I think there's truth to all that, and I think I think there's a truth to that that's completely compatible with the Christian faith. Yeah. Um, and um, I wanted to ask about uh, um, the the frontline doctors. I don't know if you've been following them Dr. at all. Doctor Simone uh, Gold. Yeah, and, Simone yeah. Gold, and and uh, and some of the others that did the press conference in Washington D.C. about hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. Um, what's your take on on the hydroxychloroquine, zinc? Um, a vaccine, maybe? or even the vaccine. I mean, what, what's your take on that? Well, first, I'd like to give my take on those brave MDs who spoke out in that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See that that is remarkable because of the alignment process that I just explained. Right. To have a small cluster of professionals actually organize and speak out mm-hmm. and be public about it and say what they actually believe and what they've observed clinically in their own practice. That was. To me, that was like this remarkable event. Okay, <laughs> so I I, I say yeah. they're they're heroes. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, with regards to the to the uh, medication that they are promoting, um, I believe that there is strong evidence in the scientific literature. I have seen strong evidence, uh, even of I think it was about a decade ago. They showed that this substance could uh, uh, kill viruses and protect cells in, in laboratory uh, experiments and with animals. Right. So um, there's no doubt that there's, that there's reason to believe that, this, that these, this drug would be beneficial and could be beneficial if used properly. And these MDs have done that. They have a practice where their goal is to save lives and they've observed and they've been careful and they've monitored doses and so on. And they're not the only ones. I mean, there's a very famous French scientist who has uh, promoted this and who has been treating people for a long time now. So I think that even though there are critics in the scientific literature who claim to have done uh, randomized, well, who have done randomized control trials that find little or no benefit to this drug, you have to be careful because the conditions under which the randomized control trials have been done are not the same as the clinical conditions of people following their particular patients and trying to give them mm. the best possible care. So it's, it, it remains an open question uh, uh, how efficient that drug is. If these doctors believe it, and uh, that that would be that would go a long way to towards convincing me because they are the type of independent thinkers mm-hmm. that you want to believe. Anyone who risks their careers and comes out and says, "I really believe this," you know they're independent thinkers. Yeah. And so I I would put some some weight into what they're saying. Um, but it may not be, you know, another possibility is that the drug itself may not be as efficient as they themselves even believe. It's just that the the virus is not that virulent. And so if you care for people, you relieve their stress, you, uh, you know, you, 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 you tell them it's going to be okay, they're not going to die and so on, and you give them that attention, relieve their stress and so on, yeah. that could go a long way. To right. ensure that they have a fast recovery, mm-hmm. you know. So that's why you do randomized control trials is to control for 
um, these other cofactors that are happening at the same time. Right. So there's, there is a possibility that the MDs themselves, as brave as they are, are fooling themselves with regards to how efficient this substance is. There right. is that possibility. So at this stage, and I haven't studied the latest, latest uh, scientific results on this, but at this stage, I would say it's wide open which way it's going to go. So, so what about the vaccine? What do you think of a vaccine for this? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just against the idea of a vaccine for any kind of a viral uh, respiratory disease. I think that's crazy. I mean, the U.S. has an industry of producing and uh, giving flu vaccines every year. And um, the studies I've read show that there is no statistically measurable advantage to doing that. And the cost is enormous. And the uh, side effects are significant. I mean, they have to compensate people who have horrible side effects every every time they do this, right? Uh. Uh, and there's a legal system that is uh, trying to uh, crush these people who are complaining about side, side effects. I mean, they're, they've taken them out of the courts. So you don't have access to, to a true court anymore. And you have a parallel process. The manufacturers are no longer liable. Oh. You, so you, you socialize the liability. This mm. whole thing is a mess, wow. and it, it should be dismantled. It should be dismantled and and uh, um, not allowed to have you know government enabled production of these very dubious substances that are being injected on mass in people. Um, and that's not even mentioning that you know you have to think long terms as well. We've been living with the, these uh, viruses and adapting to them and so on for, scientists would say, uh, a million years or so as humans and animals for much, much longer. 6, so they've been around and we've co-evolved. We've co- yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've co-evolved with, with the, these uh, viruses for a long time. Yeah. They're there for, they're, they're with us, okay? And you cannot interfere with that with vaccines without there being unpredictable consequences if you're mm. doing it en masse and long term. Wow. That's my view is that it's a very yeah. risky experiment. I thought I liked you before we yeah. did this segment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, could you could you just speak I, this this one thing that we talked to Peter Hitchens out um, in, in, in Britain and one of the things he said, he's like, you know, we were talking about the liberties. This is back four months ago. Oh, yeah. Right when the lockdowns, right were, when the starting. lockdowns were starting. And he, and he was just talking about what was going on there. And, you know, we were talking about all the liberties that were being taken away and what they were forced to do and uh, and what was coming down next. And I remember making a comment, something like we need to do this. And he said, look, it doesn't matter what you do if you don't have the argument about the virus itself. Mm. If you don't work through that, this is not a pandemic, then it doesn't matter what you do, because they will take all your liberties away from you based on that. And I've seen everything he said four months ago has been true. I've seen people arguing about whether we should submit to the government or not submit to the government. But no one's asking the question, is this even a pandemic? Can you walk for us through just kind of the how you look at the virus and, and what you understand about the virus and if this is a pandemic or not? Well, you know, pandemic is kind of a meaningless term scientifically because it just means the usual kinds of epidemics that you always get with viral respiratory diseases but that are happening simultaneously in many parts of the world and that you believe are due to the same uh, 
type the same virus basically okay? okay so if those conditions are met you call it a pandemic but i mean every winter season in the northern latitudes we get these viral respiratory disease epidemics and they're they're always about the same in terms of how many deaths they cause so the term pandemic is just is is really has been uh has been uh you know used politically mm -hmm. to frighten us um but um, that being said, the most important point is I, I agree with this idea that you have to un, unpack this pandemic idea and the whole fear associated with it. The basic point is this. If you look at winter burden deaths, they have been no greater in 2020 in this particular winter season. That, in fact, they've been smaller than in several recent seasons. Man. Okay. Mm -hmm. I have quantify that i could show you the data so you can't so how how can you understand it and this is true in all the jurisdictions that you can measure it in where you have this seasonal variation so and but yet these jurisdictions have different degrees of lockdowns different degrees of using masks different degree but in all cases there has not been an anomalously large winter burden all-cause mortality Period. Mm. Nothing has happened. If you look at hard data, nothing has happened. Mm. Okay? So that's that's the main point. Wow. And I just, you know, I'm I'm arguing till I'm blue in the face saying this over and over again. That's what that big paper that you cited is about, and that's what our next few papers are going to be about. Because we now have all the best data to to this day of all the countries that are collecting this kind of data, and we can prove this. So there is an anomalous peak that was no doubt due to locking in these 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 elderly people who are vulnerable and infecting them apart from that. But even if you include that peak, overall, the total winter burden mortality, including that peak, is not greater than it has been for the last, you know, 30 years or more. Wow. OK, so if you look at if you look at winter burden mortality over a long period. For example, places the U.S. has really good data. France has really good data, and you and you quantify the, the number of deaths over years. What you find is that it's been diminishing. Let's say since the Second World War, it, it was really large in France, in particular, after the Second World War, because you had a stressed-out population, you had lower health levels, and so on, and then it it gradually reduced, and now it's always about the same for the last couple of decades. Okay. Wow. That's the reality. When you when you when you look at that graph and you see the little thing that they're calling COVID in there, you say, "Why are we making this fuss? What the heck is going on?" Wow. Right. Mm -hmm. I think you you have to think of it in terms of mortality. You can't go mm -hmm. trusting their tests. Mm -hmm. the tests are complete are very much unreliable. I was just reading a. a I'm, I'm an alumni of uh, University of Toronto, and I was reading Still? in their magazine these scientists. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, and sci saying that uh, you know the scientists were saying the tests are bad. The tests were made in a rush. They're not reliable, and people are just using them. Yeah. So you can't trust the tests. You can't trust the cause of death attributions. What you the thing you can trust. You can't fake a death. And they're counting the deaths properly. I hope that we don't get to the point where they start faking the numbers on deaths. But I don't think they're there yet. 
Wow. And, uh, so Don't give them any ideas. They, they might want to use those for votes. You've got to be careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, so, so if you look at you look at the hard numbers, nothing happened. I, you wow. know, if this was a TV show, I'd show you some graphs. But uh, if you want to pull really them up and show, up, we don't mind. I, I, actually, you're on screen. You you're can on pull screen. It up. You can pull them up. This, this it, will air on TV. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we don't mind. Trust me. I want to see them. <laughs> <laughs> Bring them up. And, and uh, you know, while he's talking, while he's grabbing that, you know, Governor Mike Dewine, uh, Devine okay. over at Ohio. Yeah. Yes. Yep. He actually tested. Uh, positive and then negative. And then negative. negative. Yeah. I mean, it's like, don't worry, guys. The numbers are, are doing but great. But what's hilarious yeah. is he couldn't see Trump because of that. I know. <laughs> I wouldn't want to see him either. Like, what's going on with you? Anyway, go ahead, Doc. Yeah, show us these charts. Okay, check this out. I don't know if you can see this graph. Yeah, that's, that's looking pretty but good. that is, those peaks in there are the uh, wintertime increases in mortality, all-cause mm -hmm. mortality. This is for France. Mm -hmm. Since the start of the Second World War over here, where you can see the peaks are higher, yep. all the way down to present time. Wow. Okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that last one is the COVID era. Yeah. Okay? So there's... This is, this is what's going on. This is reality. Wow. Now, you call it whatever fancy virus you want to identify and write papers about. You, you, you say what you want. Winter high transmissivity of hundreds of different kinds of uh, viruses that cause respiratory disease, high transmissivity in the winter, big spike in the all-cause mortality, well understood how these viruses uh, infect your system and how the immune system, when it responds, it takes an awful lot of metabolic energy. It's a huge attack on your system. If you're vulnerable, if you have comorbidity conditions, you die. That's what these peaks are about. Uh, you know, this is this is like it's almost as though our the policymakers have consciously decided to ignore all the science that's ever been done in the past oh and all the data and just make up something new. Wow, it's okay? like so we canceled so history. This is what's happening. Yeah, just cancel it. Let's make up a story. Here's the narrative. I want all the media to say this, but when you look at reality, well, that's what it looks like. Wow. So nothing special happened. Apart, you know, in in this in this data, um, there are anomalies. For example, in France, in the in August of two thousand and three, there was a huge heat wave that hit Paris, and that caused a little peak in the all in the all-cause mortality it killed about fifteen thousand elderly people okay so that's an example of an external event that can cause one of these special peaks right and i argue that the government responds to lock people in and isolate them from their family and stress them out and 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 frighten them to death is one of these external events it could have been any viral respiratory disease virus if you did that to the vulnerable population, the result would be you would kill a lot of them, wow. which is what happened in many jurisdictions. Okay, wow. so, so Doc, work this out for me. You got wow. people. I was just in St. Louis, and I was around a bunch of people that I know are scared to get this virus like you're saying. What should they have to fear if they contract it? Like any time you contract a viral respiratory disease, it your immune system is going to demand a lot of metabolic energy. You have to rest. You have to slow right down. You have to eat. You need energy. You have to drink and you have to rest. And you have to say to yourself, my immune system can handle this. 
I'm going to take the rest I need. I'm going to see it. I'm going to put myself in God's hands, if you will. Yeah. And I will just take the rest I need. And if I if I feel, and I've had experience, I've often had flus and these kinds of diseases. So I know what it's like. I, I know my own body. If I get to a point where I feel a particularly intense uh, sore throat that is after my other symptoms, which were usual, I may have a bacterial infection. I, I will want to go and be seen by my doctor at that time, you know, at that point. But as long as I recognize the process of healing from a viral respiratory disease, which I've experienced many times in my life, that's what I'm going to do. Okay? Yeah. Um, that's what I would say to them. I would say, look, stop being afraid of death. Stop being afraid of respiratory, uh, viral respiratory diseases. Accept that you're going to be sick every once in a while and that your immune system is this incredibly powerful instrument that you have in your body that can handle almost, almost anything you throw at it, okay, short of cutting off a, an entire limb or something. And, and just trust in that mm -hmm. because chances are you, can, you, you will heal from this very well. And the, <laughs> the less stressed out you are, the better you'll do. So if you're confident about healing and if you're confident about your life and if you're confident and you don't, because like, we, like I said earlier in the show, psychological stress is the number one external factor that, that you feel, but you have to, you know, that you feel. So it's a psychological factor that affects how severely you will be affected by a virus like this. Dr. Ray. So calm the heck down <laughs> and drink. Fine. Drink a little scotch, pop ibuprofen, go to sleep. That's uh, where that's what you're saying. It, 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 it's it's funny when I when it all started. No. Go ahead. He said, "No, no, I'm not prescribing any of that." Uh, it's funny when you say this. One of the things that I, when this first broke out, I was uh, watching another doctor who chases. Uh, um, He's an epidemiologist. They call him the virus chaser. I can't remember what his name was. But he said, they asked him, what do you do? What do you take? And he's like, well, if you're not healthy already, he's like, you need to run. You need to sleep. You need to have a healthy immune system. You know, you need yeah, to, yeah. you know, take the normal, normal vitamins. And everybody wants some secret pill. Yeah, and right. what he said was basically the things you do to stay healthy anyway is how you keep your immune system uh, up yeah. to yeah. protect you against viruses anyway. Right. And there is no secret pill. Okay, Doc, real quick, we have to well, go. But I, I, Go ahead. I, okay. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, the, the one piece of medical advice that I got from researchers at U of T, uh, the university where I got my PhD, which it was, and there's a lot of scientific research that proves this, this probably the single thing you can do for your health that's better than any other thing in our society, nutrition, whatever, is to walk for at least half an hour every day. Huh. A brisk walk. I mean, it sounds crazy. <laughs> there's there's scientific papers about this. It's better than you can have bad nutrition. You can do all kinds, but that walk is going to do more good for your health and reduce risk factors more than anything else. Doc. Now, if you combine that, Doc. Yeah, Doc. Saying, how is the government going to yeah. sell a walk? <laughs> how what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> And it's amazing. They did these studies by studying employees who who walk to work versus the ones that don't. And uh, they they there's thousands and thousands of subjects in these studies, and it was just stunning the results. So there you go. Uh, that's one thing. The other thing is stress. Stress is like the it's a big killer, man. Mm. So 
uh, cognitive psychology. You got to talk to yourself. You got to know yourself. You got to learn your, learn who you are and 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 be good to yourself and rationalize. Is there really this danger out there that I should be stressed out about? Try to use your rational mind to help you cope with stress. That's the other big that's the other big recommendation that that a lot of these researchers are making. So those are the two big ones. All that other stuff is completely secondary. It's it's down in the noise, you know. I'm going to say walk, read your Bible, pray, yeah. pray. <laughs> and and in doing that, you you are doing what what Dr. Rancor is saying and grab yourself a glass of wine or a good scotch. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> we are going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> We're not prescribing. Yeah. I, is, I am. I am. <laughs> I, I just said that. But, okay, Doc, real quick, where can people read more of your work and how can they follow you right now? Social media is shutting people down. So what's I the best? I just found him. Yeah, He's I don't on Twitter. Trust yeah, okay, for how long? He's still on Twitter? <laughs> right now he is. <laughs> well, but if we, do you have a website that we can go to or a place that you write normally yeah, at? Yeah, I, I made a list. I made a list of all my articles and interviews about COVID and face masks. And that list, I put it on my blog, which is activistteacher.blogspot.com. Activistteacher.blogspot.com. He's also at Denis Rancor on Twitter. That's where I follow him at, too. Yes. Dr. Rancor. And I'm on Facebook. Thank you very much for coming on Cross Politic. Appreciate having you. Yeah. Hold on, we're gonna talk a little bit right after we get done. Okay. More <laughs> Cross Politic if you can handle more. Coming up next. Get the app quick before this show is gone. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> it's gonna be up after the live stream. Quick. I'm not expecting that. Yeah. Uh. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations. Our most precious commodity is time. No one has ever lied on their deathbed wishing they had spent more time making money. They all wish they had spent more time creating a legacy. Our modern education system steals that legacy, steals that time from our children. That's why I'm passionate about homeschooling. That's why at Classical Conversations, we want to give you more time to create that legacy, follow your passions, and glorify God. Visit classicalconversations.com for more information. Mm. Man, welcome back to Cross Politic. Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Canadians. Canadians. You know it's bad when Canadians are the boldest people we got right now. <laughs> French Canadians, too. <laughs> On top of that, God is the best storyteller. Uh, this segment is brought to you by Cross-Politic Coffee. Sovereignty Roast. Yeah. Ooh. Available at crosspolitik.com. Rowdymerch.com. RowdyChristian.com. Yeah. RowdyChristian.com. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. How about that? That's so we're, we're, we're importing all our merch over to Rowdy Christian Merch. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, Rowdy Christian Merch. And we haven't so. told anybody that we were doing No, that. because I ain't quite finished uh, uh, finalizing okay. the website. So that's okay. It's all up there. You can go buy. It's just not a clean experience yet. So. <laughs> Um, <laughs> That's like sort of been the experience of cross policy from the real, beginning. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's just not a clean experience. This, this is what happens. <laughs> Look, this guys. is what happens when I'm our CTO, no, our no, no, CFO, no, no, okay. our CEO. No. You, you got to say I, we're like the Lord. We form it. We fill it. We break it. Yep. And then something beautiful comes I, out I of it. I thought it was just Holy Spirit duct tape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Just wrap that thing. Actually, yep. it's proof that God is actually working because no, none of this all, should work. Yeah, all God. <laughs> none true, of this. True. And it, can I just say over the last, what, four years now? Yeah. God has been super kind to 2016, us. 2016. Yeah. We're fact coming that, up on fourth birthday. Yeah. yeah. But, but I just want to check. Are we actually still streaming right now? Have we been shut down yet? I don't know. So I hope still everybody's not. gotten the app. 
Please go get the app yeah, if you want to continue to see. We'll, we'll, that's our Sherwood Forest. Yeah, that is our Sherwood. That is our own water. Our own water. Our and we're own partying. <laughs> we're partying. We're in there. Uh, lights on. Lights yeah, off. They, yep. they ain't coming. Ain't got no switch. So guys, Jesus I, is our light. I've been. Uh, <laughs> Rancor really messed me up. Yeah, to get all Sunday school on us. I did. Rancor really messed me up, guys. What's, and, what's and, and, it's, and it's been messing me up a lot. I've been yeah. watching John MacArthur. He's come out. Yeah. And and John MacArthur's tradition, where he comes from, is not really aligned with the tradition that we come from. Right. And it would seem in a lot of ways throughout the years, we would be on opposite sides of this conversation, this yeah. particular conversation. Well, he and, drinks and, Fresca. And <laughs> <laughs> Starting there. <laughs> Starting with Fresca. Until, I mean, come and on. not scotch. But I have to say this, until the rubber meets the road, right. and he is like, Tip of the spear, man. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, I'm, the, I'm there. And, I'm there and, with And them. the guys yeah. that I would have thought that are more aligned with me mm-hmm. are fighting him, right? Yep. Who are fighting for their civil liberties, yep. right? <laughs> right. Yep. And then I look up and I see James Lindsay. He has been probably the loudest. Atheist. He's an atheist. Yep. He's out there on Twitter. Mm-hmm. He's been doing a lot of different things, but he's been fighting a long time. Him and Peter Bogosian. Against the intersectionality. Intersectionality, gospel. social justice, yeah. um, uh, cultural the, Marxism. Did you see the two plus two? Two plus two equals is five. five. No. Five. Thrive. Oh, you ever no. heard? You ever see the? Uh, that was. I mean, if you haven't seen that, it's on Twitter. And actually, that's the thing that the sparked this is right. I saw that and he's sitting there fighting. Right. Two plus two is four. He's a mathematician, by the right. way, and he has a crowd <laughs> of people who are coming after him, right. saying you don't understand math. And, and here's the thing: a bunch of people who know better, oh, a man. bunch of people yeah. who know better, they're not yeah. crazies. Get in there, and they say, "Well, I, I, I sort of agree with James." Yeah. But there are some nuances here right. that he's not picking up on. Now, this you is Rancor's what, point. You know what's getting driven through those those nuances? Yeah. I mean, that's like a tr- there's Trojan yeah. horses. You're doomed. Yeah. The those, noose. The, yeah. like, that's exactly what it is. Like, that's what's happening to us over right. and over again. It's like, I kind of agree with it, but I don't like how he said it. But this is Dr. Rancor is pointing this out. This is how we get a whole medical community. Right. Getting behind and okay. getting in line, right. single files on the plantation. On the plantation. So, so right. think about this. So now I'm looking at this, and I see James Lindsay up here fighting right. a good battle, and he's an atheist, and he's an atheist, and he is fighting against some of the stuff that Mark Dever is promoting. Oh man! Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. when James Lindsay goes after Mark Dever, who I have closer relationship right. to, right. but he's right. Right. I'm in a pickle all of a sudden. Right. And then we got guys like Danae Rancourt. Right. Who is fighting against so many people who are saying, guys, just put on the mask. Right, right. A lot of Christians. And he's an evolutionist. I don't right. even know if he's an atheist. What is he? I know, right, sure. He's comp- so now look at this ragtag. So I just and, want you to. And on top of that, Mormons at VidAngel. Uh, oh, don't even get. Don't even get. So <laughs> Our boys over got, at VidAngel. Uh, is your head messed up yet? So you got Mormons <laughs> at VidAngel who are actually allowing for the kind of content that we want to see. Right, like yeah. right in the dance. Right in the yeah. dance. Check it out. On their platforms. And we're diametrically opposed. So yep. I just want you to think about yeah. this for a second. Hold this let's, together. Put this in a bucket. John MacArthur. Dispensationalist. Um, me, theonomic, us, theonomic Presbyterians. Drink post scotch, meal. baptize your babies. Um, Danae Rancourt. Yeah, evolutionist. Canadian. No, just, just <laughs> Canadian. Canadian. Uh, Vid Angel. <laughs> Vid Angel. Mormons. Mormons. Yep. Uh, the atheist. Jim, James, James, James Lindsay. Lindsay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How are we? How did how did that group get together? That that's yeah. That's that's the team. This, this yeah. is, right. That's <laughs> yeah. the team. That's that's the A team. <laughs> that, that 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 that's what yeah. that's what yeah. we because I feel like this is, it, it's almost it, like it, there's a god. Well, think about this for a second. I always knew that if aliens came to planet Earth, right, and we had to fight them, 
there wouldn't be one country, one place in the world that we wouldn't put, come together to fight off the aliens. Right. Even right. North Korea? And we would have, even North Korea, we would all come together. We would yeah. fight together. Fight the everybody. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. It seems like aliens have landed somewhere on planet Earth because the group that are coming together now. Right. Yeah. Right. I am just. Yeah. We don't know if a boy is a boy, a girl is a girl. We don't know if a baby is two a plus two. clump of cells. Or we don't know if two plus two is four. Um, but but the, 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 the mind-boggling point of this, though, is that the people who I thought right. I would be oh, yeah. fighting along against right. are the ones that I actually have to pull my gun on in one sense right. and shoot at the same time the atheist right. is shot. Right. How do I how, – you know what I mean? Right. And, and yeah. this is – I'm confused in some sense. Like how right. do I manage these waters? Right. Because – I have yeah. to tell James, we're going to fight. I think it's going to be. But yeah. not right now. <laughs> not right? I know. No, Mormons, no. we're going to fight. Yeah. No, no. But I can't right now. Right. You yeah. know, and, and it's yeah. this but, weird. But because, I feel like David. No, it is. And, I mean, it actually, it reminds me of, it reminds me of, uh, of MacArthur's go home scenario. Right. And, I, I, more. I, and when that all happened, I wrote an article that um, actually uh, took my blog offline for a few days because uh, it, it, it might, the traffic crashed. Killed it. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Th- thank thanks, you, Phil thanks, Johnson. Phil Johnson. <laughs> yeah. He knows how to do that. Uh, but um, uh, I wrote an article about um, not, um, not fighting girls and yeah, not, right. not playing football with girls. Right. And, and I pointed out in the article that nevertheless, sometimes you're in situations where um, there's a, there's a girl on the team. Now, now, and there's going to be some situations where you just walk off the field and yeah. you just say, no, I'm not, I'm not going to yeah. tackle a girl. But the way we've taught our boys, which is sometimes you forfeit. Um, my, my son wrestled, and whenever there was a girl, he always we forfeits. We don't, we don't wrestle girls. We don't, we don't treat girls like that. They're made in the image of God. They're, they're man's glory. And even if they don't want to act like it, we will we act like it. We treat them like that. Um, but, you know, if, if the girl's the kicker, you know, on the opposite team, you know, you don't have to, you know, tackle her. She's, she's just the kicker or yeah. you know, whatever. But, you know, there's other situations where it's like sort of off to the side. Yep. And, you know, what we teach our boys is you still treat her like a lady and you, and you sort of gently shove her down. Yeah. Which is what I think John MacArthur did with Beth Moore. Yeah. Go home. Yeah. Go home. A gentle side. That was him just yeah. gently shoving her out of the way. And I think what we got is we've got a bunch of people on our team in the Christian faith, yeah. Reformed, Calvinists, a yeah. bunch of them are Presbyterians, some of them are Baptists, whatever, who know better, ought to know better. Yeah. And they need to be shoved out of the way. Yeah. No, I, mm-hmm. I kind of want to do a little more. I'm a little more. Okay. Because I think the, the stakes are higher than sure. just the, uh, you know. Yeah. If, if it was, I think we're more at fourth quarter, <laughs> 30 seconds yeah. left in the clock, last play. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> like this, but, but, but I'm just, I mean, you know, they're still our brothers. I, I know. And sometimes you really, you hurt your brother. Yeah. Sometimes you okay, you can punch. Him. Okay, thank you. Okay. That's all I want. That's all I want. That's all, That's all I want. Yeah. Just the, like, the, the men. Yeah, yeah. The I, men who know better. Yeah, you can punch right, him. Yeah, you yeah. know. I mean, like, like probably like you know LeBron James would do. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. There was a what was it? An article recently just came out that ESPN. Yeah, uh, they're losing a lot of subscribers because of the fact they think that it's the yeah. uh, the NBA woke. Black Lives Matter thing. Right. Yep. Everything is social justice. Everything, on ESPN. everything in right. ESPN, right? And yeah. I don't think it's that. I don't. I think ESPN when, when they lost sports, yeah. they didn't have nothing really to talk about, right? And yeah, I think, when, when sports got canceled because of the COVID, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and and so I think that they lost because yeah. they really don't have but one lane. And if you take that lane away from them, what's right. my point? If right. I and especially if COVID hits and right. I don't have a job and I got to decide if I'm going to pay for something that isn't giving right. back dividends, right? Which is Enjoyment, pleasure, right? right? Mm-hmm. Happiness, joy, mm-hmm. and I'm and it's become a burden. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get rid of it, especially if you're going to start doing something that is shoving this down my throat. Right, right. It's like this the straw view, that this, breaks yeah, the yeah, camel's yeah. back. Like that's and so they're looking at the straw that breaks the camel's back and think that that's it. Now it's more than that. 
but it's definitely part of it. Well, and the NBA has been kind of hard to watch, even even without the social justice stuff that's being pushed. Right now, you the you watch a game on TV and there's fake fans. Drove me nuts up in the stands. Drove me. There's nuts. there's fake clapping but and cheering when someone scores it, a basket. Basket. Isn't it right though? They have this whole. Big, that's all they got because it, they are fake. It's all fake. Yeah. It's because right. they are fake. Yeah, this is no, what drove me wrong. nuts. LeBron James. So the whole social justice thing, Black I turned on. I did not expect it. I read some articles. They were going to put Black Lives Matter on. The, I didn't think they were going to really do it. Yeah. When I turned on the game to watch it day one, okay. it burned inside of me that they would do this. Yeah. Because everybody's taking a knee. Yeah. And I sat up there and said, wait a second. We just got done having this whole situation with China. Right. Where, yeah, it's, so the thing we get here is the high-handed, the blazoned Hypocrisy. Thank you. Thank you. Preach it. <laughs> blazing hypocrisy. Preach, it's on preach fire. The, the, the point isn't just that there's a social justice thing. It's that there, it's so selective. Preach, preach. Yeah. I mean, who was the who was the, was the Christian guy who was kneeling in, in the end zones in football? Tebow. Tim Tebow. I mean, what happened to Tebow? <laughs> Left off the Amen. field. Hey, leave your yeah. religion. Everybody is Tim sport. Tebow now yeah. with yeah. a different God. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right? Exactly Everybody's right. Tim Tebow now yep. right. with a different God. Yep. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and if you want to kneel for the black babies that matter, yeah, you're nah. I mean, if you if somebody got you know black babies matter on their on their uniform, yeah. I wonder if they're allowed to do that because they're allowed to use certain social I mean, justice right? lingo. I mean, it, the issue here is yep. it, it's. Only one religion is allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. And, and that's, and, and, but you're right. So you've got LeBron James. Yeah. Um, remember, uh, what was the, what was the thing? It was the, the Houston Rockets. Yes. The, uh, what's it? Morley? Uh, the, the GM. Yeah. G- right. We'll, we'll get there. No, actually. We'll okay. get there first. But first, here's, here's a clip that we're going to talk, uh, show where LeBron James is talking about social justice. And, you know, it's like the NBA just comes back open. They start, yeah. they reboot up their season right. again. And they're, you know, they come out with Black Lives Matter on the courts. And okay. Okay. their jerseys are allowed to have certain Black Lives okay. language and so forth. And, and here's him going off about social justice. He, he was asked a question and he just went right into social justice. Okay. Uh, us as the NBA and us as the players, me as one of the leaders of this league, uh, I want her family to know and I want the state of Kentucky to know um, that we feel for it and we want justice. And, uh, you know, that's what it's all about. What's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And this is a, uh, this is a wrong situation that's going on in my eyes and, and it's in a, lot of, a lot of other eyes, not only here in America, but I bet in the world as well. Tanya? Um... This feels hard to transition to, but the, the atmosphere that you guys had tonight, I mean, you guys were so animated and, and uh, loud and, you know, very into it, despite having no crowd here. Um, can you just take us through what that was like and, and if it mattered to you guys? Well, um, the same energy that we had on the floor is the same energy that we have towards having justice for Breonna Taylor and her family. <laughs> so... This is all about Breonna Taylor, right? And that whole situation out there, and it's like, right. okay, yeah, like rightly so. Like, right. I mean, yeah, so, something like, bad happened. I mean, there in was, Kentucky, there, yeah, yeah, in Kentucky, yeah, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. It was really bad, right. and it doesn't seem like we're able to get down to the bottom of it quickly right. at all. Right, right. And and so and it's being delayed, and everybody's looking around like, yeah. what is going on? And right. and Police rightly broke so, in, in the middle of the night. You know, she gets shot five, eight times. Right. Um, no it, knock warrant. Yeah. Anyways, it's it's all all messed up. But you know, right is right, right, and wrong is wrong. wrong and this has wrong. this this affects the America and the whole world. Yeah. yeah. And then and then she even the the, the reporter. It's real quiet. I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know if the, they can hear it well. But she says, I know this is kind of hard to transition. But I, you know, I kind of want to talk to you about the game. And you guys have a lot of energy, and you're so loud on the court. And how did that? How did that go? And and he goes on. 
But the same energy that the, we have. The same energy we have on the court is the energy we have for justice would, for Breonna Taylor. Would you yeah. say that again for the people in the back? The same energy okay, hear this. on the court is the energy we have for justice yep. for Breonna Taylor and her family. Justice. Okay. Yes. Okay. Justice. That's I'm okay with this. What do, you, what do, you, do you remember what he said about Hong Kong? Um, I think when we all um, sit back and learn from the situation that happened, uh, understand that what you could tweet or could say – um, and we always talk, we, we all talk about this freedom of speech. Yes, we all do have freedom of speech, but at times there are ramifications for the negative that can happen um, when you're not thinking about others and only on you only mm. think about yourself. So um, I don't believe um, I don't want to get into a, a word, a, a word or sentence uh, feud with Daryl, um, with Daryl uh, Morey. But I believe he wasn't educated on on, on the situation at hand. And um, my and goodness, and misspoke. Uh, so many people. Uh, could have been harmed, oh. um, not only financially but physically, oh, emotionally, financially. spiritually. Um, so spiritually. just be careful what we what we tweet and we say, and what we do. Even though yes, we do have freedom of speech, but there can be um, a lot of negative that comes with that too. So what is it, Daryl Morey said? So you remember, you remember this this happened. So he's um, the owner or uh, the manager, or uh, Daryl Morey. He's GM of Houston Rockets. Okay, okay, and he and, tweets and back in October. So this is a year ago. Yeah, we October talked October nineteenth. Yeah, yeah. This, is a, this is a this is a hard fight for, for freedom. Stand, stand with, with Hong, Hong Kong. Kong. Which, that's, that's all he said. That's all. He, he retweeted this. This is a, a image retweet. that someone else. He didn't. He, he grabbed the image. Yeah, okay. So I want to retweet. Just he grabbed it. this image that someone made right. and he posted it on his Twitter and account. NBA went berserk. When this yeah. happened, and this is deleted now. Yep, he they deleted. deleted a tweet. LeBron James and several basketball teams were over in, in China, China when this happened. Right, and so that's what he's referring to yeah. is like, and then China just shut everything down. Right. They no canceled. basketball. They, they, they canceled. started. They painted over all the logos. I mean, they they shut it down that week. It was unbelievable how fast China responded to so this. So LeBron James got church disciplined by the communists. By the communists, yes. Hmm. Yep. So I thought he was and, a free but, man. No, I thought I thought justice mattered, but but we can't. Right not. is right and wrong is wrong unless Master China tells you otherwise. And, and we cannot forget the connection between LeBron James's you know view of social justice, right? Black yeah. Lives Matter, right? We know is all a Marxist organization and communist China trained in Marxism. They're all the same. Yeah. Well, they the the head leaders of Black Lives Matter have said, women. have said yep. we are trained Marxists. That's yes, all right. Now, here's the thing. You said this when we were talking, but I'm just going to say it. Yeah. You, and then you can say it better because sure. that's how you do it, you no. know. But, <laughs> but it would be one thing for them to be into Black Lives Matter. Right. And then when China is like, no, you can't talk bad about, you know, you can't about us crushing Hong Kongers. Yeah. Then to be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. We right. don't care. But right. Black Lives Matter. Right. You know, if they were at least consistent, we could consistently disagree because, you know, at least if, even if it's, it's off. Right, right is right, wrong is wrong. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, they're just sort of, there's a straight line, though, where we're like, no, no, we stand up for the oppressed. And they're mistaken over what Black Lives Matter is actually doing. But they would at least stay, but the Uyghurs in China are being uh, oppressed, oppressed and, and, and repressed. Yeah. And, and the Hong Kongers are being crushed. But no. Yeah. It's completely selective. Yep. If, if you're getting crushed, if your free speech and your freedom is getting crushed in Hong Kong, he says, um, be quiet. Yeah, he's not educated. You're the not GM educated. is not educated. And, and if the Uyghurs are being sent to concentration camps in China, yeah. it, what matters is where's the paycheck coming from. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, yeah. the Wiggers are making your shoes. Who is it? Uh, and your oh, face mask. I'm yeah. blanking on his name right now. He's at, uh, he, we had him on the show as soon as this got done going on with Steve Hong Yates. Kong. Steve, Steve Yates. Steve Yates. Oh, yeah. Thank from, you. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Steve. Yeah, Steve Yates. I remember when he came on, I said, hey, what, what does the people in Hong Kong want from us? Like, how yeah. can we help them? Right. And he's like, they don't really want anything. They just want you to see them. Yeah. They just want you to see right. them right. and say, right. we, st- that's all they want. Yeah. That's yeah, all they want. We're, we're with you. you. We're with you. We know you're fighting your fight. And, and, he couldn't even give them that. Right. That's all he had to do. Right. Right. And no. in this case, it's like paint what you want on Black Lives Matter. Put whatever you want on your jersey. Push the no. message out there. Right. The whole league came together and put pressure on the bas- NBA. Right. So that they could get all this done right. so that they can get justice for what's happening right here in America. Okay. 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 So. Right. They were in China. Right. They had the opportunity. They were already losing money. Why didn't you just stand up and say, nah, man, we, right. we see these people being enslaved. We come from a group of people that were enslaved. Right. We are ancestors. Right. They use it all the time. Right, right. Mm-hmm. They use it all the time. That's they right. talk about the repercussions of slavery to them right now. It's not about justice. Yeah. And so when they see other people, they have not just about justice. They have no sympathy in their heart for anybody else. Right, yeah. You have other it's people. It's too complicated. It, 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 you, you don't have enough information. You don't You're have not enough, educated. That, but that's all the things that they could. That's white privilege talking then in your world. Because yeah. that's exactly what somebody right. who's white privilege would that's say, right. LeBron. You're yeah. not educated. Right. You, you, look yep. at you. You you have black fragility. Yeah. He just. Oh, boy. That's what you <laughs> have, oh LeBron. That's right. Uh, now our show's right. really going to get canceled. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it wasn't even Dr. Rancor. It was. It was just called King James this Black the, Fragility. This is the same sort <laughs> oh, yeah. of hypocrisy yeah. that right. they preach about it's, white yeah. people. It's really nuanced. He's modeling it perfectly right now. Yeah. And the whole. All except for maybe like two or three black people who are inside the NBA who haven't bent the knee to the guy right. when they play the sound. Right. They're, the, they're modeling exactly the same thing they say right. they hate about right. white America. That's exactly right, man. Yeah. What yeah. are we. Well, you, I mean, me you, think of, you think of the whole Black Lives Matter, even slogan. I mean, how like self-conscious or how, I mean, how, how, how do you got to be thinking about yourself to need that slogan on your basketball court? Black well, Lives Matter. I, I, you, well, here, I wouldn't have a problem if it said Black Livers Matter. <laughs> sure. So slo- certain yeah. slogans, I think, can make certain points. And yeah. I think their point would, yeah. in some kind, yeah. some ways could be justified if they weren't such hypocrites. I would, I would that's, feel. That's, that's the thing. Because <laughs> what you have behind this is, is not, it's, it's actually complete um, anarchy. That's is what's right. actually behind this. Okay, that's the problem. It's, it's not the slogan per se, but it's the fact that you have that slogan and it's only selectively applied. Yeah. Which means that justice matters for Breonna Taylor today, but it doesn't matter for the baby in the Planned Parenthood down the street. Yeah, right, it doesn't right. matter for the Hong Konger. It doesn't matter for John MacArthur. It right, doesn't matter right. for the Christians who are gathering to worship their God. Right. 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 But, but if, if you gather for Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. it doesn't spread COVID-19. That's yeah, there's right. a news article that literally that's said right. that. Seriously, that's what they're saying. <laughs> if you gather for Black Lives Matter, then, then you're, you're absolved. Uh-huh. Yeah. You're absor- you know, yeah. and here's the problem. And back to your point, Jonathan Lehman, <laughs> nine marks, you know, hero, is mic off. marching <laughs> with Black Lives Matter in Washington in D.C. June. back, back in, June. in June, yeah, and is saying things like, "But I'm not sure you should worship the living God." Yeah. Okay. That's how you know that man can't be trusted. He did that on a Sunday too. Yeah. Miss Church. Yeah. Phil Johnson Ms. told us that Church on the was Lord's canceled. Day. Church was canceled. You but Black Lives Matter rally was yeah, not. Right. You guys were in trouble. We are screwed. Yeah. I said that after Rancor cut off the no, phone. That, that, no. <laughs> I, was, I, I wasn't thinking. Out, but no, we're, we're where we are. But, I, but, but, Jesus is Lord. Yeah. 
Jesus is Lord of yeah. this situation. And, and I, I was, you know, when you were talking about our, our, our co-belligerents, which yeah. is what we call them, and we're not allies no. with, with atheists no, and no. Mormons, but we can be co-belligerents in yeah. the battle. It's just closer than what I like it sometimes. I know. <laughs> but, but, I, but, when, but God is telling this story. Yeah. God is telling this story. And yeah. meanwhile, what's going on? Well, the public schools have been emptied. Yep. Praise God. Yeah. yeah. Praise God. Yep. Now, I know the play being run here is they want public schools out and make everybody mad and vote against Trump. Because mm-hmm. everything, but you know what? God knows what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. God knows what he's doing. And, and there's a whole bunch, I mean, the, the, the prisons have been busted open. Mm-hmm. Right, a, mm-hmm. a bunch of the slave houses yeah. um, are, are are empty yeah. right now. The, the government schools, eighty right. um, some odd percent of people are thinking about homeschooling in the fall. That's some stuff that's being reported. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean uh-huh. it's, it's a massive opportunity. Uh, here. But uh-huh. but that's the thing is you need to be thinking in terms of look. Um, I want to be free. Okay, how do you get, get free? Well, first of all, you get your sins forgiven. Amen. That's right. Okay. Amen. You get your sins forgiven. There's no freedom a, from this. A, get that. a forgiven man, a forgiven woman, is a free man, is yeah. a free woman. Yeah. There's when no condemnation. Your heart is clean. Yep. Yeah. Secondarily, you get right with your people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get right with your family. Get right with your wife. Get right with your husband. Amen. Get right with your kids. Get right with your grandkids, with right. your mom, your dad. Yeah. Do you want to be free? Yeah. Then get right. Kill sin. Get right. Get yeah. sin out. Sin is the chains. Yeah. Yep. Sin is the hooks yeah. that the devil uses and all these other powers, principalities and powers, as my friend Owen Strand would say. Yeah. Um, th- this is what I'm talking about, though. But, you know, you know, but then when you're free, <laughs> bars, when you're free, then you start living like a free man, yep. a free woman. And you say, I'm going to take responsibility for the things that God's given me to do. I'm a man, so I'm going to love my wife and I'm going to mm-hmm. provide for her. I'm going to protect yeah. her. I'm going to buy some guns because I need to provide for her safety i'm gonna buy some land maybe so i can i can feed her so i can give my kids freedom so i can think long term and provide for them and my my children's children right um but you know this is this is not a it's not an easy silver bullet thing but the other thing is the center of all this you know the la mayor wants to cancel all the parties yeah but the central party is lord's day worship worship that's right get rowdy okay? get, rowdy. get rowdy on earth as it is in right? heaven and 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 that's that's not I'm not talking about, you know, charismatic chaos. Although we can use some of that right now. Okay. Okay. Certain types of it. You know. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Hey, I, I, by the way, I, charismatics have been some of the first people amen. in the front line. Hey, man, you got me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what, allied with charismatics now, too? Yeah. John MacArthur. Not Rodney Canadian Howard charismatics, Brown. though. Canadians? Rodney Howard Brown over here. Jim, John MacArthur I mean, over there. I'm just but saying. I, but I, what yeah, I mean yeah. is, I mean the solemn amen. joy of gathering before God on the Lord's Day, hearing his word proclaimed. Amen. From Genesis to Revelation, not you sharing with me what you felt this week, mm-hmm. Mr. Pastor Man, mm-hmm. but declaring what God has said. And I'm, a, I'm, I'm talking about what the Bible says right. about everything. Right. Unafraid, bold, clear, clean. That's what we need. Right. And then we need God's people singing the Psalms. That's right. Singing the Psalms 1 through 150. Which we'll be doing October 1st through 3rd in Tennessee. In Nashville. In Nashville. And we Conference. need to be sitting down at God's table yeah. mm-hmm. and feasting with bread and wine. And right? baptizing our babies. And, we, 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 and, it's, and it's not unrelated. No, it's, it's not, not unrelated at all. It's thinking covenantally. It's thinking biblically. When, you, when you've been marinating in the word, when you've been marinating in the gospel, you know that this gospel is for you and for your children. You know that that's where God acts. Amen. And that's, and that's why they're trying to shut down the churches. Right. And, you know, something else, too. Uh, when you see – go back and start rereading Lamentations again. Yeah. Um, this is something we don't talk about a lot, 
in evangelicalism, especially mm. people I think who are fighters, lament is something that we miss. We just yeah. want to go and fight. Crowd to God. But the truth is, is that if you're not on your knees, you're not fighting. Right. Yeah. Everything you're that's swinging right. don't have no power behind yeah. it. Amen. Yeah. You, you, Glenn Sunshine. That's right. George mm-hmm. Grant, who's both those guys are going to be at the conference, and that's oh, they keep man. hitting the same Pray. thing. And are God, you when, when you got when you need yourself to lament, when you see this lament, you need lamentations to happen, and you need to lament because of the yeah. sin that we see. Right. It brings you to your knees. Yeah. So that, that anger that's there, you need to take that to the Lord because it starts with you. It's yeah. like, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. We, did I, like we did this. We did this. Let's back to Rancor. I was just going to say the same thing. Go ahead, man. No, but this, we, we, I mean, I love Rancor. Yeah. And he has a point. We but, so, yeah. but we put these people in office. That's we elected right. them. We elected them yep. and we've kept them there. We've reelected them again yep. and again. Rashid mm-hmm. Tlaib, reelected. But don't forget, You're too. Re-nominated. Re-nominated. We, we oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And not just that, but we've abdicated responsibility. So right. in the same way that well, you say, blame somebody so else. With the water, our, our responsibility is say, hey, I wonder if we could be self-sufficient with the people in our block without having to give this yeah. over to right. our, 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 masters. our masters here. Yeah. I wonder if we can create some, and then let them try and destroy that. And, and that that's the battle to fight ahead yeah. of time. Yeah. But if we we start thinking about that, our abdication, man, that goes got, all the way we up got something the to chain. Pray. We got something right. about we praying. We need to be praying. We need to be on our knees. And, yeah, and We did this. Because the thing that I see, even amongst ourselves, when we're not praying, we act just like the NBA. We have partiality that we can't yep, even begin yep, to see ourselves, right. which is why, which is why Dever and Nine Marks can be doing what they're doing because yeah. they have a sense of partiality. Right. You know, and, and so. And, but here's the other thing is that when you pray. Not only do you confess your sins, not only do you lament, not yeah. only do you just cry out to God and say, God save us, which is what we need to be doing. Amen. But when you're, when, you're, when you're on your knees like that, and then you also look around you and you begin lifting up the petitions that yes. God's put on your heart, whether it's national petitions, local petitions, right. family petitions, church petitions, here's the thing. God answers prayer. You better yeah. believe that. He answers prayer. And people who know that God answers prayer are people who are not afraid. Charismatic folks. <laughs> yes. I'm, not, I'm, I'm serious. Amen. I'm serious. Yeah. Amen. And, and, and amen. But you know, when you know that God answers prayer, you're not afraid. Yeah. When you yeah. know God is alive and he's listening and he's right there, he's here, yeah. then you're not afraid. Right. You're not afraid of the pandemic. You're not afraid right. of the panic. You're not afraid of the government overreach. You're yeah. not afraid of the, the, the tyranny. You're not afraid of the chaos. You're not, you're not afraid of any of it. Because, because, because you've been practicing boldness yeah. and worship. Yeah. And, and, and what you, does Hebrews say? Boldly. You come to the throne of grace. Yeah, and if you go before the throne boldly, right. then you go before men boldly. You've been That's practicing right. courage before God. Yeah. One of the things we didn't say, but fear is inescapable. You're going to fear something. Yeah. If you fear God, you yeah. don't fear man. Right. If you fear man, right. then you're in That's trouble. Right. Yeah. Right. All right. I hope you got the app. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them until next week. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. We'll see you in October, 1st through 3rd, the Fight, Laugh, Feast Conference. Hey! What are those fools doing? Now when Sanballat heard that we were rebuilding the walls of Christendom, he was greatly enraged, and he jeered. What are those fools doing? Can they restore all these ruins themselves? Will they sacrifice? Do they think they can finish in a day? Will they revive the charred and shattered stones out of the heaps of rubbish? And the priests of modern decay laughed, saying, If so much as a fox goes up on their wall, he will break down their city. So we built our walls, for the people had a mind to work, and in the ruins of the West we laid our foundations. From that day on, half of us worked on construction, and half held the spears, shields, bows, and coats of mail, and those who carried burdens were trained to labor on the work with one hand, and hold a weapon to defend it with the other, and all had a sword strapped to their sides, 
and a tool in their hands. In the ruins we live, even while we rebuild them. In the ruins we marry and make love and raise children who raise the walls. In the ruins we craft wine and raise sanctuaries and barns. In the ruins we build and we film and we write and we read and we sing and we laugh and play rugby with pumpkins. In the ruins we raise our hands with swords and shovels and bless the Lord, for the earth is His and all who dwell therein. And each day, by His grace, we are less ruined. Each day our walls and our loves and our songs grow taller. For the city is a living city, and we are living stones.